0: Kia I recently sat down and had a beautiful kōrero with a friend, ex-student of mine. Her name is Michelle Coxhead, Nongati Ngāti Kahungunua. Michelle is a past Kayako. She's worked in education for a long time. And now she's on a mission to have Te Reo Māori spoken in every single classroom in Aotearoa. She is the creator and director of the Te Reo Māori Classroom which you can find online, the te reo classroom.co.nz and the creator of the Te Maori Club. She creates Te Maori resources uh, to support teachers and Fano. She's an artist in her own right. She creates these beautiful resources and then supports local businesses here in Aotearoa by having them created here in Aotearoa. And she also goes around the country working with Fano um, and and teachers in, in different kura, uh, teaching teachers how to teach te reo Māori and opening up their their minds to uh, different ways and different methods and also offering them these different resources that she's created to use as well. I need to get my hands on some of her resources. Uh, I was really fortunate when having our kōrero uh, to receive some. She gave me a couple of packs of, of cards and what I'd normally do in my class is just have the traditional kind of $2 shop cards and we would create a game around that but she has created these beautiful uh, real Māori cards with, with pictures and kupu uh, already on them. So it's, it's all already done for us. We sat down, we had a kōrero. A nea māua kōrero, called Michelle Coxhead.
1: Kia ora e hoa. Kei a koe. Kei te pāirawa atu, aho. No mai haere mai ki tōku whare.
0: Tēnā koe. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's, um, we're sitting here in... Is this Titirangi? Yes, aye. Titirangi and surrounded by native bush and you're your whare looking out and it's pouring down with rain.
1: Thank goodness.
0: Yeah, much needed. Mm. No hia a koe.
1: taho tōku mama. Uh, ko Tāwhirangi rangi ko Mohaka te awa, ko Takitimu te waka, ko Ngāti te iwi, ko Ngāti te hapū, uh, ko papa a iwi te marae. Mm. Mm. Tweets.
0: Tēnā koe, tēnā How would you describe the mahi that you do at the moment?
1: Well, as you know, I had to write it down because uh, <laughs> on the spot, it's, it, there's a lot of words to describe it. So basically what I do is I teach um, kaiako, teachers in uh, mainstream English schools, kura odaki, to... How to teach, how to implement Te Reo Māori in their classrooms when they themselves are learners or don't know a lot. Mm. So, yeah. And I also um, make resources to support that. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, I love my Mahian. And I was looking for a job, that was the job I was looking for, and I couldn't find it. So I thought, ooh, I might have to employ myself and <laughs> try to make myself a job. So, and, yeah. and that's what you did? And that's what I did, yeah.
0: How did you come, to take us back to the beginning, how did you come to this this point?
1: I was born in the... <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, you know, there's a lot. So uh, what I want to start with, I suppose, is the thing about, you know, um Māori, kauri oi, tipu aki Māori. So even though I'm Māori, you know, I was brought up, um, without the real, without um, much to do with my marae, and, um but there was always something missing. Mm. But my parents had, who were both Maori had just been part of that um, you know that age group that, or that generation who had to get out and go and get a real job. and what they were hearing at schools were, well Maori's not going to get you anywhere. You know, you need to get out there and find a, um, another job. And so it was always a really weird feeling of knowing I was Māori. I didn't, but I didn't, I felt Māori deep down, but I didn't have any tools. Um, yeah, so how a lot of people feel. Mm. Um, and so just through doing various things, like, for example, being a teacher... And, um, you know, I always say I was a teacher because my parents were teachers. I sort of was brought up in schools, and I just never thought about anything else. It was all, I was always going to be a teacher, and, and it was later on that I realised that actually part of my job was to teach te reo, and I don't know how long I'd been teaching before I actually realised that that was part of my job, to be a, a teacher, a Kayakor in a mainstream school in, in Aotearoa that is part of your job, that mm. is, you know, was really there important.
0: there a pivotal, pivotal moment that you can pinpoint that, where you realised that? You said you have been teaching for maybe a little bit before you came to that realisation. Yeah,
1: because I had, you know, this lovely kaiako, uh, she was an itinerant teacher of Māori when I was teaching kawakawa and she came around and it was fun and the, you know, the akonga loved it and loved learning Māori and we loved it and, and I was sort of passing it on because because I loved it and because um, a huge percentage of my tamariki in my class were um, Māori, not that that, uh, you know, everyone was enjoying it. But it wasn't until um, 2008 when I went to, to Whanganui Atāra to a, um, a hui. Unfortunately, I can't remember the guy's name, but his name first name was Rawedi, and he was a lecturer at the university there. And he had talked about how his eldest son, his matamua, was going to a mainstream school. And he went and had a hui with the teacher and said, look, your responsibility is that you need to be implementing waterill, I can help you. Um, he's my matamua and so you know it's incredibly important to our whanau that whichever school we choose to go to, that you know, that's a part of the curriculum. And also the teacher was there so she was talking about how she knew nothing. She couldn't pronounce the kupu, she didn't know any, she knew nothing. And how he supported her through that. And when I saw that, I thought, okay, she was one of those examples of, look, if I can do this, anyone can do this. Mm. And it was also there that they were talking about, you know, the responsibility. It's sort of like, we, people might say, but te is not compulsory. However, if you look at the Treaty document, it's part of our job. Whether it's whether we call it, um, you know, whether we say that it, it's uh, that, w- that we have to do it or not, we have to do it because of the treaty. And that was I was like, oh my gosh, I've been teaching all these years, teaching some Maori because I enjoyed it, but I didn't realise even though my te- parents had been teachers, even though, you know, I'd had all of these years at training college, I never knew that it was an expectation. Mm. So that was, yeah, that was a big driver for me. Yeah. Mm.
0: So you went back from Porneke, yeah? from the Zoe, yes. with all of this excitement oh, right. and motivation. Move out of the way, everybody.
1: <laughs> right, where's the principal? Where's the... <laughs> Come right here. And, um, and I wouldn't say I got shot down, but... I now realise the place that a lot of people get to and the frustration because I had all of this knowledge and, you know, they say that you do the best that you can do but when you've got the knowledge to go to the next step, then you go to the next step. So, you you know, you're only, you, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. And so it was like, yes, bring it on. I can do this, I can do that. And um, and it just, there was no movement. And I understood, well, you know, I had been through that Hui and that experience. So for me I had kind of moved along, um, but for maybe other people that I worked with and, and the management, they didn't get that. However, one of the best things I took out of that was the idea about working in partnership and engaging other people in your hapū or in, um, in the area, the iwi or just tangata Māori, to come and, and, and help and be present in the school. Right. And I was really fortunate that um, we had this great co-matua who I went and talked to him about it, and he's like, yes, I'd love to. Ko Pet Hira my ear And um, he was the first... They were He taught at Green Bay School. Sorry, he was the principal at Green Bay School, and they were the first kūra to have a um, a wharanui on their grounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he had... In Aotearoa? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. So since then he had um, retired and he had time and he just embrace the whole thing and would come you know so anything we needed to do we'd just put past him you know much um, is this okay do we need to change this how do we say this we're having a porfiity you know where where do we stand where do they stand is it okay for the the kids to karanga um, all of that sort of thing so it, it was so much fun because it took it away from any one person and he was just you know you he, he, he was the perfect person um like a lot of of other um komatua you know they've got the knowledge and they but they don't uh, they're not kind of black and white mm. it's kind of he understood that a school is a learning environment yeah. he for ranga mm. so um yeah it was brilliant so i'm you know forever grateful for for having him around
0: yeah mm. Do you think if you didn't have him around how how things would be be different? Oh. Having that support system, that support person, yeah. that, that mentor type yeah. of person when you're wanting to, to, to do this is yes. is really important.
1: In so many ways. I mean
0: Which is what you're doing now for, for many people. Yeah, for many kaiapu. Yeah, You're yeah, that person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. oh, he was just and we had some funny laughs. So one we had planned, I mean it's it's sort of my idea that you can talk to teachers, you can explain to teachers, but until they've actually been and had a marae experience, there's a lot of things that don't fall into place, or there's a lot more things that fall into place once you've had a marae experience. Mm. So anyway, we were going to Huani um, Waititi Marae for a, a, a teacher's a kind of little retreat, and um, he said to me, oh, so, you know, will you do the karanga? I said, oh. For me, I had... Always thought in my mind if he asked me to do something, I'm going to do it because I will not have that experience of having someone who I already knew he was going to say it was great before mm. I even did it, <laughs> and I did it, and it was ah, it really was it was it was you know quite humorous. I'm sure everyone was no one was laughing because they were all happy that it wasn't them having to do the card but um, you know it was all of those sorts of things that. Yeah. That he just gave me those experiences, yeah. and because I was with him, it didn't matter whether they were, let's say, n- not perfect. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, maybe someone else would have come around, but he was yeah. just—he um, was the—he was great, fantastic, yeah. And um, so
0: after some time, you started to implement Tereo more into your own teaching, yeah, and and then in, into the. The kura it spread through the kura you're mm, working in. Yeah,
1: my real was pretty um, pretty basic, so I knew that there were a lot of things that I had to do. I had to improve my real. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to become fluent overnight, but mm. um, I knew I had to improve my real. And also as part of this hui, they were talking about things like engaging the fano, making your kura reflect, you know, both. Treaty partners, so lots of kūra you go to. Not so much now, but in, back then, um, we're looking really... There weren't a lot of reflections of s- Māori art or Tonga or Fakatoki or or anything. Mm-hmm. So until then, any of our whānau hui, we'd had one or two kāyako... Uh, uh, sorry, one or two parents, mm-hmm. and then about you know 20 Kayakor. They were always really good at turning up. And... The enthusiasm was lost because it was always that idea, well, you know, we're not getting many of our whānau to come in and, and work and, you know, and, and give us ideas or tell us what they want. It was kind of like, well, there's no, you know, there's there's no real um, surprise there because we have to be showing that whatever they ask for, you know, we need to do something about it. So we had all these plans and basically, yeah, we, we, got, them, we got them in and we got the... Uh, we had really good kapahaka, not that kapahaka is everything, but we did have a really good kapahaka, so we had those, those tamariki engaged in that, and we had um, the reo going, and we had um, tamariki learning their pepeha. So we had various things like that um, going on, and an opportunity came up to do a year, I suppose, some workshops throughout a year mm. um, with Akupanuku, um, specifically designed for teachers, just like myself, who wanted to, you know, use more te reo in the classroom, and it was using second language techniques, and there was going to be a paper, university paper. So I did what I had to do to to do that, and that was like the next moment of like, wow, I can't believe I didn't know this. So um, yeah, that was really a worthwhile.
0: What was it that you were learning? That you was it or the content, or how to teach today, or
1: well, it was both. Yeah, but it was basically these—you know—they were like strategies. Mm. Yeah, I kind of learned that it's not about knowing heaps. In fact, you know, I think about school having a really great maths teacher. Oh, sorry, he wasn't a great maths teacher. He was great at maths, mm-hmm. but it didn't make him a good maths teacher. Yeah. And and I'd learnt that from the course, you know, that there were these there were these people that just had had things so planned that, okay, these these are the words that we want to use. We need a phrase to go with it to ask the question, and then we need a reply. So that's kind of like the formula all the time. And then once you, you know, so there will be different techniques to get the words like. For example, you could memorise them, you could put them in alphabetical order, you could syllabify them, you could um, play games like memory games with them, you could, you know, so it's a whole lot of techniques to to learn or memorise the words and then putting them into a usable formula or um, question. Mm. And it was great to see, so when I came to your class we were just doing the same types of things and it was, you know, nice to have that to have that as a an adult learner again thinking, Oh yeah, you know, it's again just putting those sentences, putting those words into a situation. Yeah. Like our little restaurant that we went to. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: If I don't get out and I'm talking to my own experience and um, sit as a student every now and then in the class with someone else, I just get stuck in my ways of doing what I've yes. been doing. And that's so important. And they're very good.
1: <laughs> but if
0: you do it for three or four years, <laughs> it gets pretty boring. Um, that's so important, that professional development yes, side of thing. Yeah. We'll get to that soon, which is mm. your mahi. But what were some of the bigger challenges you faced in those earlier days?
1: Oh, and th- this is the one I'm going to say because when I do my professional development, this is the one that everyone tells me and it's the same for me and it's the fear, the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of... Um, Mispronouncing something, the fear that um, you know the 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 fear, mm. but there was a lot of what I call institutional racism um, within schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, and pushed back from other teachers, yeah, from absolutely from the good eye rolls. Why? Yeah.
0: What's the point? Oh,
1: exactly, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really frustrating and. And again, I've seen this happen with with a lot of other people. You know, you, you, you get go there, guns blazing, and you want to change this, and you want to change this, and, you, and you've and you got all this knowledge, and you know now that you want to, you know, how it's going to work. Um, it might require a bit of time. No, we won't give you any more time to do it. OK, well, you know, I need a, a ropu to work with me. Well, some people don't want to do that. And the schools where it works really well are schools that say, right you know, no matter what, that's our number one priority. Mm. So it's doing everything to make that sustainable. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there were a lot of... It was sad, actually. And what I didn't tell you is that sort of halfway through that, I had a secondment to uh, the Treaty Resource Centre, and it was to make resources, to help them make resources that they were going to put into schools on the treaty. And so my idea... Of the treaty was like a lot of people's idea of the treaty, and that is, it's a timeline. This happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened. That's what you learn, because that's what I'd learned at school. But it was like um, it wasn't like that at all. And it was so so through Pudarco, through stories about different places, and a lot of it was through um, the changing of names. You know, I got I understood a lot more, and it actually made me really sad. So it was a six month secondment, and at the end of it, going back to a mainstream school was a a little bit of a sad feeling because I know I would be, you know, I was was going to be confronted with all of those things and no one having the understanding. Well, not no one, but um, a lot of people not understanding all that. So um, after that, I think it was the feeling like, okay, maybe this is not my, I'm more helpful somewhere else.
0: Mm. Did that lead to your current mahi being self-employed? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'd finished that, the course with Ako Panuku, I put together something for our school. So it was kind of like a scaffolded programme looking at the achievement objectives from the, the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well. And again, like I've seen with a, with a lot of other people, it's like one person doing all this mahi for the whole school. Mm. And then some people saying, oh have we got a programme? It's not always everyone as committed as the job requires. Mm-hmm. So it worked kind of well, and you know, again, I have to attribute that to Aku Panuku. So I decided to go to... Well, I tried to find a job to do that, and um, I couldn't find a job to do that. ERO came, and they said that, you know, basically all the things that I'd implemented that I got from this great um, Hui down in Wellington, like the Fano, let me just go back to that for a minute because one of the things that really stuck out about that is so so we had this big Fano hui. There were about a hundred um, parents there, and we said, okay, so so what would you like? What would you like to see? What would you like to hear? Um, and we kind of set up a graduate p- profile of like, what do you want to see by the by year six? What would you like? How how would it be for your tamariki? Yeah. And anyway. Someone said, "Oh, you know, we need some like some more some signage around here. You know, the, the sign looks pretty old." And da, da, da. so we said, "Okay." Anyway, so in the audience was um, one of the parents, and he was a designer, an art, <laughs> an artist. So he came up with this most beautiful um, signage, and it also reflected our pepiha, which we had made um, a year before that. And so the the mountains and the and Te and, and um a Teriwa and all of the things that were really important were in this. And you know, and and what it proved to me is that when you leave it up to the people to talk about it and they'll find the answers. Mm. And so from that one thing of getting more people involved and saying, Okay, you guys, you know, we're here to kind of help you. Um, can you guys sort of tell us what you would like and that sort of thing so yeah so that was that was pretty awesome and then so from that from the signage from from um, having the whānau coming in from having our or from having our te reo Māori programme they uh, the ERO said you know well this is really great it would be great if that sort of thing could happen in in other schools mm. and um, I wasn't cheeky enough to say oh well could I get a job yeah, so we're doing that
0: I'll travel around the country. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, it wasn't that easy. But I then thought, okay, so that's my long-term goal. And um, went to Kohia Teacher Centre um, and asked for a job there. Yeah. Were you,
0: were you um, I suppose, studying te along the way?
1: Oh, I'm the best student out. Was <laughs> I what? Okay, it's like Tiwānanga o Aotearoa, and then… You know, one year on, one year off. Yeah. Next year, oh, you know, uh, Te 1, Te Auroreo 2, Te all 3, Te all <laughs> 4. Polytech, Unitech, um, Te Arangi, what else? Where else AUT. Did... A-U-T, <laughs> AUT, yes, but oh, no, I was going to leave you to, oh. to the end. Um, it just doesn't matter who the or who the, the, the kaiako is. You get so much out of them. Whether it's what you already know yeah. or it's new, you know, um, mātauranga ho, it's just, there's so much, the way that they deliver. Yeah. Um, definitely the games or the um, activities you do, you know, it's just, so So for me now, I'm not where I want to be with my real. However, I just, even going and repeating stuff that I kind of know is great for so many other reasons. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, being, sitting in the learner seat, that's a big, a Big um, thing for me, I think that's really important. Always being a learner, having that opportunity yeah. to learn,
0: and then going and teaching what you've yeah. learned to others yeah. to help consolidate exactly. those learnings. Do you find that helps you when you go into these kudos around the country?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I sort of people say, Oh, that's so great, and I think, Oh, yeah, well, it actually wasn't that, wasn't me, that's I got that from someone else, you know, yeah. and, and, and I, I g- got it from someone else, yeah, they got it from someone exactly. else, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, and, and I think I was saying to you before, you know, when I started, so at that time when I was um, implementing te in my classroom or in the classrooms, because at, also at that time what I was doing is going, you know, classrooms every every day, going to a different classroom, doing the same thing, and, and I, you know, I mentioned that that was a really good way of doing it, that you've got something to learn, uh, and the best way to... to the best way of learning it is to be a teacher, teaching it. So I would go and I would teach the same thing over and over and over and over again, pretending that I wasn't teaching it over again. Mm. And um, and that's the same for um, as a learner as well. Yeah. So learning it, teaching it, teaching it over again.
0: So tell me about um, the Te Reo Māori Classroom.
1: Well, the Te Reo Māori Classroom started when I started um, running my workshops, and I needed some resources mm. so bit by bit, I would you know make this resource make that resource, and then people would ask me for a different resource so my whole facado was about um indigenizing learning spaces mm-hmm. some of it was with. And actually, I'll go back to, to what I learnt with with ako Panuku. A lot of what we were doing there was learning the kupu, learning the phrases, and then taking away Reo Pākehā. So all your signage would end up being um, Te Reo Māori.
0: Have you got an example of that? A um, like game or an activity? No, just
1: say kuhu mai.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Enter or come in. Mm. So what we would do is we'd learn kuhumai, and then what you would do is you'd take the English off. So all you've got in your classroom is the, ma- are the Māori words. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my whikaro. Oh, learn a
0: phrase, eliminate a phrase. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> learn it. What is it in English? Uh, which is L1. Learn it in L2, the second language, then take away L1. Mm-hmm. Now, that's okay when you're learning it uh, in a group. But to actually teach teachers through PDFs, how to do that w- was a bit more difficult. So I was always asked, can you please put the English in? Can you please put the English in? And and then I've now come to realise that actually for me as a learner and for a lot of people I know as a learner, it is beneficial to have the English in there so that you've always got something to um, mm-hmm. to look to, mm. to as a reference.
0: I mean, you have these awesome resources. Mm. They... Just looking at the cards you yeah. you, you gave me before, mm. um, in my classroom I'll just be using a standard set of cards to yes. play the same game. But you've created um, these cards with these beautiful little illustrations mm. on them, the Maori kupu, mm. to play a game like memory, yeah, or snap, or yeah,
1: absolutely. Now I'm glad you mentioned that because you know I need to say that an actual fact. If it was me, I would be um, supporting the way we did it with you. So the way we did it with you was that we have a a pack of cards and they've got, um, you know, just a a regular pack of cards and then you've got a piece of paper with whatever the words are. So if they're like weather words, two could be um, paki, three could be kapua. So when you get, you know, whatever game it is you're playing like um, fish, you're just substituting the number on the card for whatever the word is that you've got written to it, written on it. So that would be my way of doing it. If I had a classroom, that's the way I, I would do it. But for a lot of people it's just so much easier and they like it more if they just have the pack of cards. Mm-hmm. So while we even though I thought about that while we were playing that um, in your class, I was thinking, I really need to do this. Yeah. I really need to make those cards. Yeah. And and also as we were talking before, you know, a lot of people just want the picture with a word. But in all my resources i really try to like bleed all the different ways of of using them you mm. know and also you know it's to me it's it's again the reflection of both of the treaty partners you know if you if you go into a classroom can you tell that that classroom is a classroom from aotearoa mm-hmm. so i have signage i have um Pūrako, Ah, Toy art, yeah, yeah, all mm. of those things, um, and a lot of uh, things that you could probably get in other places. But I'm like, why wouldn't you add um, a Maori perspective or some um, reo or or something else? Because we are working in a classroom in Aotearoa.
0: How is that received when you go into kura around the motu and oh. do these workshops?
1: Well, usually they come to that because of the because of the um, of the resources. I now have a, another, sort of like a, a sideline, it's called the Te Reo Club, and and why I started that was because, unfortunately, it was a lot of teachers having to buy those resources out of their own pocket, and I'm like, you know, it's your schools, it's the school that should be providing for those, like they buy all the other resources. So what I did is I um, turned it into a membership site as well, so you can go into Te Reo Māori Classroom and just buy this or that or the other, or you can go and... Te reo Maori Club that's got all of those same resources that your school can sign up for and your whole, you know, everyone in the whole school can can use them. And it gives them more of an opportunity to think, oh, they can look through them, you know, mm. rather than thinking, oh, I hope this is the right one. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know any te Reo, but I would like to use a fuckatoki. Mm-hmm. There's fuckatoki. Mm. Or you know, there's different options so that you actually don't have to know the real. You can have your akumanga looking like it's from Aotearoa without actually having to know a lot of it, or You can learn at the same time.
0: Yeah. Do you have the ongoing relationships with some of these kura? I do. Yeah.
1: I've got this great kura in, uh, called Winchester School in Palmerston North. Uh-huh. And I've been going there for teacher-only days for the last couple of years. And then the other workshops that I do around the motu are usually one or two people, or, or sometimes more, actually, but not the whole school. They just come and um, and they just... When I first started, I had all of these, you know, scaffolded resources and all these kind of romi, hohonu kind of... Deep layers of all these resources, and then what I've come to find is that most people want to build their um, confidence in speaking Tadil. Tell me where to start as a, a non-speaker of Tadil. Tell me how to implement it through my day. Tell me how to put it into the maths. Show me how to you know do this or do that. It's not. Those are the most of the people I work with. Mm. You know, they just they just want to feel good and feel that what they're doing is okay, and then growing and adding more to it. Mm.
0: Last part, I then maybe is what's ahead for you.
1: Beep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I you know I love what I do. I really love what I do, and and I like creating, and I like a challenge, and what I've noticed lately is that there are more Fano who um, who are joining up to Te Reo Club and, the, and are requesting different resources and things. For me, it's just really Heidi tonu.
0: Hi.
1: And, um...
0: I think there's a real need for it, because yeah. this these kind of taonga, these kind of raue mean there's not enough mm. and, and going back to that card game mm. I'm just you know like a lot of other kaiako mm. making do with uh, what we've got taking a game that already exists yep. painting yep. over it yep. you know but there's to have a one stop shop where we can go which is the Te Reo Māori classroom mm. is one place to buy these Rawimi that are already there already made already prepared mm. uh, there's definitely a need for it we need more so e hwai, I hope you do continue creating mm. and I hope you do continue you know, producing these beautiful me because they're not only, I mean, they've got a real, they, these are made from, handmade, know, you know, these each one on. is individually <laughs> yeah. thought about and yeah. And crafted before it's, it's not a mass production thing, no. which well, makes it even more special.
1: Yeah, well, and actually, I'm glad you said that, because my sort of whakaro about all that is... Anything I do, I want to do it beautifully. Mm. So I want Māori to be reflected beautifully in the classroom because mm. there are resources that you can get that might not be beautiful. They're good resources, but they might not be beautiful. So so my whole thing is, like, I really want to lift that. Like, mm-hmm. well, we can do that too, you know. Mm. There's so many choices for pakiha. Um, um, Pākehā mm. um, and there aren't a lot for, for this. But actually, to answer your question, that is, I was thinking about that before you came, actually. Um, and I sort of want to work with other people, and I think I told you this when when um, you know when I w- when I was in your class, I really I think I'm really ready to to work with other people who've got other ideas and, and sort of um, and I haven't kind of put it out there yet because I don't really know how that would look or what you know, but but that's that is my,
0: we're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. if people want to get in touch with um, the Te Reo Māori Classroom or the Māori cl- Club, what was the… Te Reo Club. Te Reo Club. Yeah. How do they go about doing that?
1: So they can do the te reo Māori Classroom at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, and have as, as you got a, um, a place where we can see your, what, what resources you do have?
1: That we might yes. Be to so um, the the yeah. um, and they're all there. And as I say, you know, that they're all there. Everything that's available there is available as part of the membership, which is works out to be a whole lot um, uh, yeah. less, yeah. Putia, yeah, if you do it that way. Yeah. So for schools, it's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Mm. Next semester I'm going to have no more $2 shop cards in my classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah We're exactly, going to have these beautiful yeah, yeah, cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you could make
1: your own like this.
0: <laughs> no one, you've already done <laughs> no, it for exactly. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're beautiful. Mm. E mihi ana ki a koe, uh, mm. e te wahi ne whakairo, mm. tēnā koe.
1: Oh, kia ora, kia ki koe, kia ora um, kia koutou katoa e uh, whakarongo ana, kia m- māua. And, and also, I wanted to say a big mihi to Tarina because I really enjoyed listening to her podcast. And I'd written something down here actually that, that really um, I'd like to echo, and that is that, you know, that small bit of real is a huge contribution. Mm. And when I heard her say that, it made me feel better about what I was doing rather than thinking about wanting to do it all. Mm. I was thinking, yay, she said that. So, you know, yeah. I'd like to 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 all that. 天啊快